The national champion Georgia Bulldogs kick off tomorrow, but we can't wait to talk about it. So let's start the weekend now with University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light and live from the award-winning Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. Just give us a call and let's talk all things dogs. Now, here are your hosts, David Johnston and Dax Langley. All right, this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. And uh, we are live at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. As the man just said, David Johnston and Dax Langley along with you here for the next two hours as we talk Georgia football, college football, and all things in between. Dax, great to see you again. You and too, uh, David. Big, big win for the dogs. How great was that victory over Florida last hey, week? Hey, anytime you can beat Florida um, – it's very satisfying. <laughs> yes, it is. And um, especially think, when you beat them like we did. Yeah, too. I think you look at the the box score. You know, we had 486 total yards, 315 in the air, 171 on the ground. We really we had about 7.5 yards per play. But you know, you what really stands out is the first downs, 23 to 16. Third down efficiency, um, total plays. We had 66 of their 59. Um, didn't have a lot of penalties. So we had two for 10 yards, which is huge. That means we're playing disciplined football and and uh, just playing very well. Play, playing well. I mean, you know, you know, Florida kind of jumped out on top and kind of had their one shot. And then, you know, had a couple of late touchdowns, you know, at the end. But when it's all said and done, we pretty much thumped them. The, um, I guess, a little bit of a recurring theme is it's not even really a slow start, but they had the ball first. Yeah. I guess they're scripted plays. They went down and scored a touchdown. But the the dogs went back and answered, even though it was a field goal and not a touchdown. And then – Got the touchdown to go up ten to seven, and then uh, I don't know. Is uh, are the dogs living rent free a little bit? Florida felt like they had to <laughs> had to go for it, and uh, they ran a wonky play on fourth down. Yeah. It was nowhere close, and next thing you know, Georgia gets the ball in the short field, goes up seventeen yeah. seven, and then it was twenty four seven. It was all she wrote. I mean, there's so many different freaky plays going on on fourth down. Everybody seems to want to go for it on fourth down no matter where they are on the field. Um, but we've, you know, we've just, we've, we've prepared. Um, you know, we knew what Florida's strengths were and what their weaknesses were, and we just took advantage of them. Well, the dogs end up winning easily and uh, 43 to 20. Now, Georgia scored 42 on them last year, and uh, that's the most points the dogs have scored against the Gators going all the way back to 1983 when Georgia won 44 to nothing. So the Bulldogs really put it on the, uh, the Gators, and uh, it, was a, it was a great win, 36 unanswered points. It went from 7 nothing Florida to 36-7 to uh, Georgia, and then the, uh, the Gators did get to 20, but it was, uh, it was over at that point. So big win. We got a lot to talk about. on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Missouri coming in, ranked number 12 in that college football poll. This is the first time we've done a show this year 
where we can still say Georgia's number one in the AP poll, but the Bulldogs are number two in the college football playoff poll. That's how it was last year. Well, actually, Georgia was number three last year in the, in the first one and then knocked off Tennessee. But we'd love to hear from you. As we said, got a lot to get to here. Homecoming and a lot of traffic out there. They got that homecoming parade going on. And I know a lot of folks are ready to get the weekend started. And again, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Along with my man, Dax Langley, I'm David Johnston. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light Live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. How did the Bulldogs do in their last game? Let's review with the last game look back. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, back here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. We are live at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. Dave and Dax along with you, and thanks so much for joining us here tonight. And we are with you until 8 o'clock. We'd love to hear from you. 800-849-1061. That's the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. And Dax, before we get to the uh, phones, I know we talked a little bit about the uh, the game in that first segment. A couple of other things I wanted to throw at you about the win over the Gators, and then uh, we can get to the phones. One thing I loved was, um, was uh, Carson Beck and another solid, solid performance and what he was able to uh, – put together his final numbers, Dax, 19 of 28 for 315 yards and two touchdowns. Graham Mertz, by the way, 25 of 34 for 230 yards and two TDs. And uh, one of the uh, big stats to me was Beck's yards per attempt were about three yards more than Mertz's yards per completion. Right. Which is just a a great stat there and what Georgia was able to do offensively. Yeah, Carson's playing he's doing exactly what he needs to do um you know he's thrown for 300 yards passing in four of the last five games so it he's definitely getting more and more comfortable um the line's blocking well giving him time uh receivers are getting open and that's a recipe for success and um you know going into the season you know, you had an unproven quarterback, and I think now you've got a proven quarterback. I, I You know. You know, Kirby says uh, everybody doesn't give Carson maybe enough credit. He's been in the system for three years. Right. Maybe he hadn't started a game before this year, but practices have been really good the last couple of years, and yeah. uh, it's, it's showing here. Well, you, you have to give Carson credit for, first of all, sticking it out. Absolutely. And um, – that's something that that um, you don't always see this day and time. You know, first chance someone gets to transfer or they get unhappy or they don't think they're going to play, they're going to transfer. So you got to give a lot of credit to Carson. He, obviously, he's paid uh, attention to detail over the last two two to three years, and and he's just putting he's just putting that into you know, putting the work in and, and, and getting success and getting feedback on the field. Well, the uh, dogs, the other thing I thought was cool, if you had told me that uh, Georgia would have a running back 
that went for 150 yards and two touchdowns on basically 25 carries, I would take that. Well, that's what Edwards and uh, that's what uh, Edwards combined uh, with. Dejon had the uh, the big game. He and Milton had a, a big game. Yeah, the, they they they're definitely running the ball north south. Um, you know, I, I, if you watch Dejon, you know sometimes it feels like he's cutting too much. You know, he sticks yeah. his foot in the ground and then sticks it in the ground again. And, you know, you, you almost wish he could just get downhill and just go. Um, but uh, I've certainly been impressed with him and and, and Kendall. Um, I, was, I was surprised to see, not surprised, but Oscar Delp, you know, certainly stepped up on that one play where he made that great catch. Um, so – you know, with with Brock being out, this is when you, you know, you this is when you do what you're paid to do as a coach, and and you get people in the right places and and uh, just try to execute the game plan. Let's don't bring up coaches' pay because Tyler from Spartanburg might call in and uh, you know <laughs> call somebody out like he did Dabo earlier in the week. But that was uh, we, we may talk about that a little bit later on. All right, eight hundred eight four nine one zero six one on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Our man David in Grayson kicking us off. David, how are you this evening? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. It's another wonderful, wonderful Bulldog Friday night. And now we're back on our home field. And now you guys, I don't have any Munson, but I will give you this one. Get the picture Saturday, Georgia and Mizzou. Man, it's going to be forecast at 40 degrees in the a.m. And Chris with a high of 73. Wow. And the winds, barely, barely anything, you guys. It's going to be six miles per hour. That's all we got. And that's pretty good for a kicker, right, Dak? So, that's uh, it. Yeah, so, uh, we don't like any, we don't like any kind of wind. Yeah, <laughs> this Missouri team offensively there, Mr. Dave, has got Brady Cook and Cody Schrader at running back, and they got another wide receiver that's supposed to be a star and a big offensive line. How does Georgia look? Is there anything that stands out for, for what you have seen that you have concerns defensively? I sure hope big, big number 97 Brinson can get in there. That would be something if we can get some sacks and – Maybe some turnovers there. And then Dak, Missouri is real, has got an experience with defense. What do you, what do you have seen weakness defensively that, of Missouri for, for Georgia offensively? Because I think Georgia really looked good last week. And I tell you what, they really, you know, used Lawson Lucky and Oscar Delt. Boy, they made up some holes big time. Hopefully we can expose that and maybe take some shots downfield and across the middle. And then lastly, uh, lastly, I, I think what we need there, the last possession in the Florida game was that fourth quarter. Man, that was awesome. I tell you, when we ran that ball and ate up the clock, that was, that was days of old. Special teams good, also good there, Mr. Mr. Dax. And then lastly, all right, you guys. Let's show up early, be loud, let's hunker down, and go dogs on this homecoming. All right, David, thank you very much. We appreciate that. We were wondering what David was going to do because Munson never called a Missouri game. No. So uh, he still got plenty of uh, Munson in there. He set the uh, set the scene and, 
and got us the picture. So thank you very much, David. We do appreciate that. I have to, I have to admit, when David's talking, I know he asks us questions, and I'm listening to him, and I listen as much, and I forget what he asks us. I always, uh, <laughs> <laughs> always get lost in uh, David's calls, and David, we do appreciate that. But look, uh, to kind of maybe give a little bit of a, an overall 30,000-foot view of Missouri, and, and uh, Dax said this best before we went on the air, they get your attention. You yeah, know, that's the yeah, thing. They, they've got Georgia's attention. Yeah. They're 7-1, and one, uh, I think. Right? Yeah, 7-1. and one. You know, Only they, loss was at home to LSU. And that was a shootout. Yeah. You know, I don't see this being a shootout. I think, I think you know, when, when Georgia's on defense, you know, Missouri's going to have to do a – do a lot of things to create some space for Burton and the other receivers. Right. They, you know, it's like I say every week, you know, at some point you've got to establish a run game to try to that, – that, and that opens up the pass game. And I'm not sure, you know, Missouri is going to be able to run the football on us. So, you know, if you if, if you make a quarterback try to beat you, that, that, can, that, can, that can go, you know – the wrong way real quick. Oh, yeah. You know, we've got the, the secondary and, and linebackers, and especially the secondary, that, you know, that just kind of acts like a boa constrictor. It just, you know, it just starts to squeeze and squeeze and squeeze until it just kind of squeezes the life out of you. Well, this will be the third time Georgia has seen Brady Cook, and if you're on the Missouri side, you may like the fact that he's got the uh, experience, and there's certainly something to be said for that. But I think that also plays in Georgia's favor, too, because they have gone up against him before. Yeah. I mean, you know, last year, you know, you're going to have to win some close games. And we've had, you know, we, we you know, Auburn was kind of a close game. Um, you know, do I feel like this will be a close game? You know, if for some reason we just fall asleep in the secondary and just let people run wide open, which I don't see happening, then then I think we're fine. Well, the guy that I know everybody's excited to see and, and see how Georgia's going to defend him, too, is that receiver, Luther Burden, who is really, really good. Georgia wanted him, but then again, so did a bunch of other teams in the country, and he is having a terrific season uh, as, uh, as Missouri's and, and certainly their best receiver and one of the top receivers in the country. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of your calls on the other side. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light Live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a Weekend Roundup, brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. We should do that All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night, presented by Bud Light, David Dax along with you. And thanks so much for joining us. The dogs tomorrow at 3.30, getting set to take on Missouri and You'll be able to hear that game on the station you're listening to right now, and hopefully it'll be a big day for the Dogs. Georgia, the 15-and-a-half-point favorite, and uh, we'll jump back to the phones in just a moment. But uh, mentioning those other big games around the country, 
including number five, Washington, playing on the road against 20th-ranked Southern Cal. You've also got number 23, Kansas State, playing at number seven, Texas. And, of course, in the SEC, besides the Georgia-Missouri game, Bama and LSU in Tuscaloosa. Bama number eight, LSU in at number 14. Will it be another revenge victory for uh, Bama? They got one over Tennessee. Will they get one over LSU? Uh, you know, it's in it's in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. You know, Three point fa- yeah, so it's you know, a I mean, field LSU, goal, nothing much LSU, at all. LSU's gonna gonna air it out. They're gonna get, you know, Jaden Daniels running the ball. It's Jaden Daniels, right? Yep. Um you know, they're gonna have a game plan. Brian Kelly can draw up a game plan to to stay competitive. Um, and by the way, he's having like a Heisman tr- type year himself, and yeah, if his defense, it's yeah. almost like Caleb Williams and USC. He's having a great year too, but neither of these schools have a defense. Yeah, I think LSU is, you know, the coaching staff would love to see him slide a, a few more times than he does. Yeah, but he's taking some major hits in several games, but he's a tough, he's a tough, tough dude, and you know. If you're going to go and into Tuscaloosa and, and beat Alabama, you're going to have to have, you know, clicking on all cylinders. By the way, the other games in the SEC will have uh, Texas A&M at Ole Miss, a big one there in the SEC West. So that's a noon kickoff. And, of course, we'll be paying attention to that since the Dogs will be hosting Ole Miss coming up uh, next week. And we'll find out this weekend whether it's going to be a – 3.30 kickoff or a night game. Also, Florida plays host to Arkansas. Auburn at Vanderbilt. And Kentucky plays at Mississippi who did, State. Who did Auburn play last week? Auburn last week beat Mississippi State, That's I right. believe. Yeah. And there's also Tennessee hosting Connecticut and South Carolina at home against Jacksonville State in a battle of the Gamecocks. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Dax, we're jumping back to the phones, and I'll talk to our man Eddie from Ackworth, EFA. Eddie, welcome to the weekend. Welcome to University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. How are you this evening? DL, DJ, happy Friday. Thank you for taking my call. Before I get to tomorrow's game, uh, for years we had to deal with Furrier being Georgia's daddy. Well, let me propose right now that Kirby is now Florida's daddy. We just whipped their butt <laughs> for the third year in a row. And, Dax, there's nothing better than beating the Florida Gators. I know you know that better than That's true. Three in a row, Kirby is their daddy, and he's going to keep doing it. I love it. All uh, right. Tomorrow, guys, <clears throat> previous caller talked a little bit about it, but I've heard three things in this game. I've heard all about Missouri's offense, the vaunted offense, I've heard all about Georgia's defense. I've heard all about Georgia's offense. You know what I haven't heard about? Missouri's defense, other than their experience. And that's all fine and good. You guys said that the quarterback had a lot of experience against Georgia. That's fine. When you stink against Georgia, what does experience do? Look at Bo Nix. He had a lot of experience. He stunk when he played Georgia. So they may have a lot of experience on defense. We're going to expose them. Our offensive line is going to keep Carson Beck clean. 37-17, 37-17, we're going to pound Missouri, and maybe finally we'll get a little national attention. Maybe finally we'll be respected as number one, but I kind of hope we stay at two or three. That would be fine. Thank you, boys. 
Eddie. Eddie, thanks, bud. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Great to hear from you. Our man Eddie from Ackworth. Uh, can't disagree with any of his points. No, you know, you know, when you look at the numbers, you know, no team is better in the red zone than Missouri um, in the country. Uh, as far as scoring TDs or yeah, just scoring in general? Just scoring in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Georgia's 98th on defense in the red zone, allowing opponents to score 15 out of 17 times, including 13 touchdowns. So, you know, I mean, these numbers certainly, you know, could jump out at, 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 at if, you, if you just look at the numbers, you think, wow, that, that's, that doesn't bode well for Georgia. But, you know, we're going to try to keep them uh, out of the red zone. Well, Kirby definitely, I mean, you know, there's the old saying, what is it, there's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics, and, and yeah. that's certainly all of that. But this is one of those where, now, I, you know, when uh, Beck threw the, the pick 5.9, when the other team started at the one-yard line, that's hard to keep them out of the right. end zone. Right, Although that was a big play for Georgia last year when right. uh, Starks made that tackle and, and brought the running back down at the one and they had to kick a field goal. But I think that's what Kirby – Shoe, Coach Boom want to see more of is toughening up and cutting down on the touchdowns. Field goals are going to happen in the red zone. Yeah. I think there's been too many touchdowns. Well, I mean, you know, thus far Missouri's been pretty balanced, you know, from from a run and pass standpoint. The, the quarterback, Cook, is third in the SEC in passing yards and third nationally in completion percentage. So they're getting open. Um, they're making – He's making the plays, and and he's finding his receivers. It's just you know, I just think it's a different. It's just a different deal when you play Georgia. You no know, doubt. You know, like I said, it's kind of like a boa constrictor. It just squeezes on you and squeezes on you, and then all of a sudden, you know, the <laughs> life's out of you. Yep. It's a slow. And it's, you know, forty to forty to You're fourteen. You're right. You're right. There's no doubt about that. And, Hopefully that's what we'll see again and, you know, tomorrow. And, and and Eli Drinkwitz made a good point. You know, this this last year has nothing to do with this year. These are two totally yeah. different teams. Um, it, it, it's got to give it's got to give Missouri some confidence. You know, knowing that they gave Georgia a good game last year, as good a game as anybody, along with Ohio State. Right. But again, that was last year and. They come in with a, a really good team. They have exceeded expectations, and now everybody's curious to see what it's going to look like tomorrow against the Dogs. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. We'll jump to the phones when we come back. The Dogs and Tigers tomorrow, a 3.30 kickoff. Dooley Field at Sanford Stadium. Dave and Dax along with you. And this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What play made you stand up and cheer? Let's get a recap of the coolest play of the week. Brought to you by Green Tree Metal Roots with the cool chemistry Axo Noble paint system. Dave and Dax along with you. Thanks so much for joining us here. University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. And uh, the coolest play of the week, Green Tree Metals 
Georgia did something on defense. They hadn't done all season. Here's the play. Second 19 for Florida on their own 16. Mertz drops back on the near hash, steps up in the pocket. The ball gets stripped out. It's on the turf, piled up. Georgia's got it. Georgia's got it at the 10. Marvin Jones, Jr. Marvin Jones, Jr. Defense special team's first fumble recovery of the season. You know, Cedric Van Pran picked up that ball a right. couple of games ago, and I – I still don't know if that was a fumble recovery or whatever. I guess it was. But yeah. on defense, Georgia, and I know it was bugging the you-know-what out of Kirby and them, but it was great to see uh, Jones get that fumble recovery. And I think yeah. it was Dawkins that, that got it uh, loose and everything and a great play for the dogs. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's that chaos that Kirby likes to call. Yep. You know, strip fumbles, interceptions, tackles for loss. You know, anytime you get a big play like that, it just sparks it sparks you as a team, and and certainly in that field position, you know, you go ahead and punch it in. Well, they certainly did. And by the way, the Gators gave uh, Georgia, I think, uh, was it the thirty-one yard line and the eleven yard line. And when yeah. you've got two possessions, when you've only got to go forty-two yards total, right? That's asking for big trouble, and that's exactly what they got. So great to see there. Coolest play of the week, Green Tree Medals, our man Marvin Jones, Jr. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. We're going to jump to the phones, Dax. First up, Allen in Anderson, South Carolina. Allen, great to hear from you. It was great to see you a few weeks ago, and welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Sir, good, good to talk to you guys. Man, I tell you what, um, Dax, I uh, – there's some pictures circulating around on uh, when Kirby jumped when um, Delp caught that ball the other day. Have you seen that? I haven't. Wow! But I'm he sure he jumped there, pretty. I'm sure he got up pretty high. Was it? Did he get up higher he than he did back. when Keely Ringo made the uh, interception? It looked just like that. Oh, it's, yeah! <laughs> I was like, oh god! I was like, don't get hurt. It'll be like Beamer. You have a broke leg. Uh, but um. No, nah, Kirby's got a little more composure than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, that's crazy. I love living in South Carolina right now. It's so fun. Oh, man. Um, yeah, David, you was talking about the – I was talking, uh, thinking about Ingram Dawkins, on number 93 being back. I mean, did it help us that much, or was Florida that weak? Or It seemed like we just looked better up front. Well, what do you guys think? Well, Alan, that's a great question. Great to hear from you again. If you're Tyler from Spartanburg, please uh, let us know secretly, uh, but we won't give it away for you there, buddy. But, uh, yeah, thanks, sir. I know it's a good time to be living up there with everything that's going on with those two schools. Maybe a combination of both a little bit. I don't know with uh, Dax with Ingram, uh, Dawkins. By the way, he's, a, a, he's from Gaffney up in South Carolina, up near Spartanburg. Uh, the Gators, uh, that was definitely, wouldn't you say, a mismatch on those lines of scrimmage. And yeah. Georgia definitely uh, definitely looked good. I would also say it felt like the dogs had a little bit more of the wants. Uh, yeah, on, yeah, on they defense. do. They do, and they came out and imposed their will like, like they try to do every week. Um, you know, and as I mentioned before uh, on last week's, you know, program, you know, F Florida, we all, we all remember – the 90s when Florida was beating, beating us every year. I certainly remember those years. You know, 
right now Florida's in a in a, in a in a transition phase. I mean, they're doing everything they can to try to compete. Um, they're just they're just kind of behind right now, and they don't have the they don't have the physicality and the the players, you know, to to compete with Georgia right, right now. They just don't. And and who who says they will? I mean, you know, you're you know you're not just you know. People say, people like to say things are cyclical. Well, they're only cyclical if you stop doing what's given you success in the past. But here's the thing, and you're making a good point. I think their recruiting is better, but it's still not up to the level no. of Georgia's. So maybe Georgia's no. not lapping them like they were, but they're still outpacing. Well, you them. know, there, there, there's a you, you've got about five or six teams that are getting most of the players. The highly recruited, the five-star players. You know, you look at the recruiting rankings. I think Georgia has maybe three five-stars and 14 four-stars. So, you know, the the, the distance between a five-star and a four-star, you know, isn't that great. Right. It's, it's how you develop that four-star. Absolutely. Then he turns into a five-star. Well, the, the development has been so good, and we've seen it now with basically three straight blowouts. Of the uh, of the Gators, going back to the phones, we got Tim calling us from Rutledge. Tim, great to hear from you here. You're on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night. How are you this evening, Tim? Doing great, Dax and Dave. Hope y'all are doing well. It's a great night, yes, sir. Georgia Bulldog. Oh yeah, Tim from Rutledge. I called y'all last week with a trivia question, and I should have gave y'all the answer uh, prior to. <laughs> Prior to last week's game, Carson Beck was 7-0 and as a starter. And the answer to my question was JT Daniels. He ended his career undefeated as a starting quarterback at Georgia with How a 7-0 record. And um, he will always be a damn good dog in, in my heart. Um, I, I was very pleased to see the, uh, the rushing attack get uh, 174 yards rushing which uh, exceeded what I call the Herschel line of 159. That's what I always look for every week. Yeah. And so they get over 159, they're, they're getting it done, uh, especially with the amount of passing uh, that, that we do these days. Um, I thought the defense had their best game of the season. Uh, the score was actually a little bit deceiving with the, uh, the late touchdown there. Uh, but when – the team is up by 30 late in the fourth quarter. I'm all about putting the reserves in and uh, letting those guys uh, get their time in. So I don't have any problem with that at all. Um, <clears throat> I was a little disappointed that even though they got 43 points, um, twice they had first and goal inside the 10 and, went, and had, had to kick field goals. So I'm hoping uh, – that uh, we'll see improve, and then the third time had to punch it in on fourth down. So I'm hoping to see uh, some improvement there. But uh, Friday night is, of course, a big high school football night, and I was wondering if you guys would share a high school football memory with us. I'll leave y'all with that. And go dogs! We're gonna kick their butt, 41 to 17. <laughs> All right, I'm writing that down, Tim. Thank you. 41 to 17. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> in a heartbeat. What was he saying? 40, 40 seems to be the number that, that Georgia likes to get to at this point. Amen. You know, I mean, 
Dogs are going to be pretty good when they get to 40. Yeah. <laughs> Going out on a limb with that one. 40, you know, I don't, I don't think they're going to shut, I don't think they're going to shut uh, Mizzou, Mizzou out. I think it's going to be a, you know, a tough. Uh, it's hard to shut anybody out. It is. It is. And I think you just continue to do what you've been doing, you know, on both sides of the ball and good things will happen. Uh, we'll we'll jump back to what Tim was asking earlier about uh, on the other side about uh, saying a, a high school. I think he said memory. Dax has so many he can't uh, he can't <laughs> keep them straight. So we'll we'll see which one jumps out to him on the other side. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. David Johnston, Dax Langley, along with you. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What do the Bulldogs think of tomorrow's game? Let's find out with a view from the top. Brought to you by the award-winning Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. That view from the top, well, it's kind of weird. Kind of like last year when the first playoff committee poll came out, that view from the top belonged to Tennessee. Didn't last very long. This week, the view from the top belongs to Ohio State with Georgia number two. And uh, the dogs have a big one tomorrow in Missouri. I'm not not sure how you rank Ohio State over Georgia, but, you know – I guess just because they've beaten Notre Dame on the road and they beat Penn State at home. Yeah, I guess. They're, but, you know, Georgia's beaten Florida, Kentucky. Yeah. I guess if you want to look at it that way, they've got a couple of bigger wins. But it, it all comes out when you play your full schedule. And Georgia's yeah. got uh, this month, Georgia's going to play the number 10 team, the number 12 team, and the number 17 team. Right. So that's how things look, and that's what uh, George is up against. And Missouri's looking at kind of the same thing. They're going to play the number two team. They're going to play the number 17 team and whoever else they have in the other game. Yeah, I mean, you know, Missouri is just like Georgia, you know, they, they hold their destiny in their own hands. Yep. You know, it's, it's – They don't have to have anyone right. win a game for them. Right. Neither does Georgia. Right. So, you know. And that's where they sit right now. So, let's hear from Kirby earlier in the week, and then we'll jump back to the phones on the other side. Here's the the view from the top. Here's Kirby from earlier in the week. Moving on to Missouri, um, Eli's done a tremendous job with this team. You know, we thought they were really good last year uh, when we went to play them, and that proved to be true. Um, And they've gotten better. Their quarterback is very experienced, which is the number one quality you look for uh, in a quarterback is how many games has he played in, what experiences he had, has he played on the road in our conference. Um, He's done all those things and he's done them really well. Uh, They're using him and his his legs and his ability to run um, really well. He's a competitor. Uh, You know, he's he's fast on tape and he's playing at a high level and and he's doing it with some weapons offensively. Uh, They're really good uh, defensively, extremely aggressive. Um, you know, one of the best defenses we've played against uh, since we've been here, even last year, um, they were just dominant and um, just love the style of play they have. They're, they're aggressive and get after you, and they're doing the same things this year. So all in all, uh, a very well-coached team. Um, they do a great job. 
uh, probably could very easily be undefeated. Um, that game was back and forth uh, with LSU. And coming off a week off, we'll need to get ourselves prepared for a, a battle at home. Kirby, because every other game except the Missouri game, including LSU, was decided by more than double digits, the resiliency you always talk about, the Missouri game and how it helped you, do you think, if at all, obviously uh, against Ohio State, do you credit that, the way you were able to bounce back against the Buckeyes, looking back against the Missouri win? Being down uh, in a game or not playing well, maybe because of them playing well and you not playing well, you know, it makes you question yourself. And uh, that, that was a, a point in the game. There's a lot of things they did to help us and a lot of things that we did to help them. But at the end of the day, we didn't play very well until the fourth quarter. And a lot of that had to do with them um, and give them credit for the way they played. Um, but yeah, that, that, that last year's team retrospect, you know, it helped build the resiliency of that team. Yeah, Coach, I believe this is probably the third time you guys have prepared to play Brady Cook. How have you seen his game progress over these years? Oh, uh, he's very bright, sharp, athletic. Um, gets the ball out in something like 2.3 seconds, 2.2 seconds. So, I mean, he, he knows where he's going with the ball. He understands coverages. I mean, it's like all the quarterbacks you play that have experience. They, they, they make good decisions. They don't make many mistakes. I mean, he maybe broke a record for – number of consecutive passes without interception or something like, like the, the guy doesn't make very many mistakes and he's accurate and he's athletic so i don't know what else you can ask a quarterback to be than those things you've talked about carson beck uh, being smart from from day one and and and, and his poise um so maybe he didn't have as far to go in terms of being a first time full-time starter but what have you seen it looks like he's having confidence to throw into tight windows maybe throwing um uh, more difficult passes when he might have easier options. So that's a lot of uh, confidence. I'm wondering what, what you're seeing. He's bright. He understands the game. He's played a lot of snaps. He's more experienced than you give him credit for. Um, a lot of the stuff he had when he got here, you know, he didn't just develop it. I mean, he was a good quarterback. He had great demeanor coming out. He's got all the traits of uh, a guy that can, you know, win games with his arm, his mind, and if he has to, his feet. And, uh, He's done a good job of doing that and continuing to improve is the is the goal. All right, view from the top there with Kirby and uh, the dogs. We're going to see a couple of really good quarterbacks going at it tomorrow for sure. All right, before we go to the break, let's uh, squeeze in one more phone call, Dax. We're going to check in with Dave in Athens. Dave, you're on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. How are you tonight, Dave? How about it, Dave? I'm doing great, guys. I'm doing great. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. I'm super excited, not only because uh, we're going to avenge our near loss from last year, but I'm going to the game with some guys, and uh, I'm just really excited, man. Like you said, going to prove a lot of haters and doubters wrong tomorrow. We've been questioning this team, including the, the playoff committee, that doesn't respect you know, the king. So the king gets the throne. So I just like the upward trajectory of this team. They get better every week. Carson Beck's looking better every week. I, he throws as good a ball as Jake Fromm, probably with more zip on it. Um, and I'm just really encouraged. And I think, you know, 38-13 tomorrow, and maybe we, uh, we get back to that number one spot. Uh, but I'm just really encouraged how things are going. And going to tailgate tomorrow with Matthew and the Strickland boys, and then after the game we're going to have a victory party. Love it. Thank you, Dave. We'll be if you, 38, you, you, 30, to, you and your boys need to be loud. <laughs> Kirby said he doesn't want any fans in there that aren't going to be loud. 
You know when they do that that uh, that decibel meter thing? Yeah. I don't know how accurate that is, but I think it's hilarious when they put that thing up there, man, and everybody just starts going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Dave, thank you very much. I know you're going to be loud with everybody there, so we appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy your tailgate. If the uh, do- So, we had uh, 30 to 30. He said 38-13. We've had a couple of other big number scores. And, uh, again, I, I – I'll take a, a touchdown victory, a 10-point victory. I don't care. This game, is um, it was tough last year. Maybe this is one of those where so the dogs put it back together again. So you're on the money line. <laughs> I like Georgia to win. I th- actually, the, the number I have in my head is about what the, the over-under is, too. So I'm not thinking that far off. I'm like 35-17, something yeah. like that. I'd be a cover. Yeah, uh, and I'd take that, but it'd be uh, a little bit of a, a I'd be a little bit a of a sweat. nervous Nelly there, not about the the win, but you know other things that would be in play in the fourth quarter. But anyway, whatever it ends up being would be uh, would be tremendous, and uh, that's yeah. We got a three thirty kickoff tomorrow. We know next we don't know what the kickoff time next week's going to be, but we do know it's either going to be three thirty or a night game. So yeah. we got back to back weekends where it's going to be. I think it's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, when you played, it, you loved that stuff, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, the only the only tough thing about a night game is 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 the sitting around yeah. and trying to keep your mind off of things. And is it easier on the road or at home, or is it tough? For both? It's tough either way. Yeah. I mean, you get up and you have breakfast at the normal time, and then you know you got ten more hours. <laughs> How much of that are you in meetings Before, and that kind of thing? You know, not, not that much. Not not that much. Not until it gets a little bit later. A little bit later. Yeah. yeah. Are you watching a movie? You're are watching, you watching games. Football. Yeah. Yeah, you're watching the games that are on at twelve o'clock. And are the dogs pro- at a movie tonight? Uh, if you think, I don't know. I, I I don't know what Kirby's doing these days. They could be. Yeah. Um. We'll see if we can get some of our uh, crack you know, insiders I, to find out. When I played, we stayed at the Holiday Inn, you know, which is the Holiday Inn Express now. It used to be the Ramada Inn. Yeah, right down the street from where we are. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then when Coach Donning came in, he he kept us in the dorms, okay. you know, the night before games. So, and then um, the team started going over to Lake Lanier at some point. And then yeah. coming back, I believe. Yeah, then, that was – that, that, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but and then, I guess just to get away from everything. But yeah. Kirby's got them on lockdown at the Georgia Center, so that's yeah. what they do now. And I think that's perfect. I really do. Dax, we need to take a break. We'll get back to the phones on the other side. First hour just flying by. We'd love to hear from you, though. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan lines. David Johnston, Dax Langley. And this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. 